off we go. Well, evening, sports fans. Hey, nice caterpillars. All right. This is it. This is the 50th episode of The Communicates. Uh, thoughts recorded during my volunteer effort with the Alan Buckley campaign in the 2008 Senate race. Tonight is December 2nd, 2008. The runoff has concluded. The winner has been designated. It is none other than Saxby Shambliss, the incumbent Republican. Jim Martin was unable to overcome the gap. 14 points between the two. Massive, massive Obama effect, or actually massive lack of Obama effect. You know, read about this for the last four weeks, you know, as I was dealing with my post-libertarian letdown, even though I was deeply enmeshed in the post-libertarian letdown negotiations for the libertarian endorsement. An endorsement that never materialized. A sad testament to the effect, my effectiveness as a negotiator. Yeah, you know, sometimes that happens. You know, here's the deal. You lay it on the table. If nobody faints, falls over, or clutches their chests, you have a reasonable expectation that you weren't so far out of whack in terms of what you wanted for what you had. Uh, But endorsement, political endorsements, are time-sensitive. It's not like a fine work of art. Oh, no. It's not like a, I don't know. It's not like a 1972 Gibson Les Paul in tobacco sunburst with a well-worn neck. You can see where the boy played. It ain't like that. No, it's timely. It has a value and a time frame. So Saxby went back to the hill. Jim Martin was unable to close. You know, my associate, Mr. Bludgeon, and I had forecast this very event four weeks ago with great certainty because we knew it would happen. However, could things have changed? Hmm, after action reports, uh, after action reviews, you know, what did we do right? What did we do wrong with the Alan Buckley campaign? You know, I think that's going to be the next series of podcasts I do. I'm going to call it After Action Reviews. After Action Reports. After Action AAR. i got to have a catchier title than Communicates. Although, hey, it's finally showed up in uh, Google. Check it out. Type in uh, Communicate and Podcast. And the first three things you'll find when Advanced Search from Google returns that is three of my podcasts. I, I find that remarkable. So they're kind of resonating out there, you know, vibrating. You know, every now and then the the string gets plucked. You know, perhaps that's the way to build a base. I don't know. I do think we need to start thinking in terms of a regiment. We need to raise three regiments because we actually need a brigade. Four regiments here in Georgia probably would not be undoable. What would you have then, a heavy brigade? Well, you could have two light brigades. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Two brigades with two regiments each. You know, everything um, organic to the unit. You know, strictly jump out of bed, throw on your boots, jump in your truck and go. Bang. you got to have that kind of requirement. Yeah, yeah. got to have a prime mover. Every member of the brigade has to, has, has to have a prime mover. Mm. Every, me- every member of the regiment. Pardon me. Okay, I'm getting off on um, different structures. Kind of drifting from... What we started talking about, which was Saxby won tonight. Ah, that that rat bastard. 
you know, I, I really don't believe he's a good man. I, I believe that the uh, uh, evidence, <laughs> evidence, I mean, uh, report after report after report after report, association after association after association after association, everything he's done as a professional politician is tainted. Everything. He's the poster boy of greed and graft and corruption. And that's why the Republicans got hand, got their heads handed to them in 2004. The only bright spot in the whole thing, in my mind, was Sarah Palin. You know, because when I look at her and listen to her, I don't think she's going to steal from me or anybody else. When I look at Joe Biden, greasy, crooked thief. When I look at Rock and Barrio, prove it, man. You know, you ain't got much trail. You got a lot of questionable associations, though. Let's see. Let's see if you're man enough for the office. Because I think the office changes the man. There's a lot of shit the President of the United States of America knows that Joe Citizen does not. There's a lot of shit that the President of the United States of America knows that senators do not. And representatives do not. And people who sit in the cabinet seats do not know. You know, it all comes together right there the chief executive, the presidency. And God, Barry, I hope to fuck you're up to it. Man, I really do. Because you're in the chair, dude. You're the one. Don't get wigging on us now. Get that goddamn facial tick thing you got going on under control. Get a grip, man. Come on, put some duct tape on that motherfucker and drive on. You got a big fucking job and you made a lot of fucking promises. And some of them goddamn promises better come true. Not just be talked about for four years. Make the shit happen. See, that's what libertarians want. We want to make the shit happen. We're not goddamn concerned much about nuances. Why are we all slaves to energy? Why? Why are we slaves to our government? Why? How? is our government entitled to a third of our daily lives. A third. Man, even in the most righteous churches I've been in, nobody's ever asked for more than 10. 10% was enough. Uncle needs 33. That ain't right. And you need to fix that, Barry. Change that, baby. Come on, come on. I'm liking your cabinet picks, okay? You're not scaring me too fucking bad with the cabinet picks. The Marine dude, I'm going to do some more research on him, but I have to say this. If he's anything like any other Marine I've ever known, then goddamn, I'm glad you picked him. Them some bitches are solid. You know, you keep putting solid people in there, man. You'll get some good results. You know, I don't know what, I don't know what your worldview is, Barry. I, I don't know what you think the revolution looks like. But I got a vision in my mind. You know, I'll, I'll share with you what I think the nation I live in should be like. You know? Man, I, I'm thinking real, real, real self-sufficient. You know, I, I'd like to see a crash program, a green energy program. All right? Here's the overall design parameters, Barry. What if every house in this nation stood alone? in terms of generating all the electricity it needed. 
What if every home in America had an onboard in-house generator that provided all of their electrical requirements? And what if that generator had a little extra capacity? Maybe it could support two, three, four other houses, the ones right next door, so that you've got a cellular power generation system, not a net, not a big grid, not a centralized uh, giant transformers, huge fucking power plants, smoke belching into the fucking air, uh, uh, nuclear fucking reactors plugging away, you know, doing fine today, but God knows what's going to happen 50 years from now. What if every house in America, very, had a trash can sized power supply? Hmm? And what if that power supply had a hundred year life? It was handed down generation to generation to generation. I see that kind of thing in the future of my country. In in America of the future, you know, you got your power generation for your house. You know what? Your freaking house and the property it sits on, if you buy it and pay for it, it's yours. There ain't no monthly or annual written it from the county or the state or the federal fucking government. What's yours is yours. What you hold, you keep. And you don't pay rent to no one. What about that, Barry? How about that as a picture? You know, what if what if a family could establish a place on the face of the planet that was uniquely theirs? Where they could sleep safely. Where they could sleep dry. If it was hot outside, they could be in the cool. If it was cold outside, they could be in the warm. See, that's America. Life. And liberty. And the pursuit of happiness, Barry. That's there. It's right there. In the founding documents. And those men were visionaries. Revolutionaries. So, okay. We've laid a couple of groundwork pieces here. we got the portable power supply. It goes with you. It was granddad's. It's got another 60 years left on it. You can plug as many goddamn TV sets, air conditioners, Nintendos, what the fuck, whatever you want in this sumbitch, it will run it all. And if we get tired of living here, we just take all the plugs out, tip it over, roll it up in the back of the truck, and off we go. Man, I'm way off topic. Way off topic. Alright, so I'm kind of lecturing Barry there. I realize that you really don't have any reason to pay attention to anything I might say. Indeed, I'm certainly not the president-elect of the United States, but let's get a grip, Barry. Come on. Office of the president-elect. Man, people are snickering about that shit. Would you stop that? God damn. I mean, I didn't vote for you. Don't get me wrong. I did not vote for you. I am not one of your supporters. I did not give you any money. Not a dime. Here's a newsflash, Barry. Never will. <laughs> Never going to get money out of me. Ain't going to happen. But you are the man now. Oh, that's right. We started off this this whole thing was about Saxby winning tonight. It's the second of December. Oh. Man, when I review this tape, and it may end up being classified. <laughs> I got at least ten of those. <laughs> the classified tapes. Ears only. 
You have no need to hear this. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> but I might post it. It is, after all, the final episode. I don't think I've gotten it. I know I haven't talked about anything that was illegal. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. Pretty sure I didn't talk about anything. Well, something. Who knows? Hey, we're only running up on 12 minutes, man. I could go another 15. I'm going to put the podcast mic down on the bench at uh, uh, 1240. And we're going to see just how bad the, the sound quality falls off, if in fact it does. Uh, man, I can, always see a big, I can already see a big difference just in the uh, caterpillars. But I might have been overdriving the mic. Who the fuck knows? I don't spend enough time doing the technical stuff. I'm not doing any QC. I'm just recording rolling along. I'm a, I'm a fucking 51-year-old white guy who has a habit of rambling and talking to himself for extended periods. Will this make fascinating radio? I don't know. I don't think it'll ever make radio. It's entirely too much dead air. That won't happen. That medium is too commercial, too controlled, too compact. Got to fit inside time frames. And podcasts aren't, man. This is kind of like fireside talks. Fireside talks? Now there's a topic. Fireside talks. That is an excellent title for a podcast. Yeah, that podcast ought to be done next to a fire. Like a pit fire outside. But, you know, you still, whenever you're micing multiple people, it's tough to get the sound right. And if you can't hear what people say, it's kind of pointless. I mean, that's the whole purpose of the podcast. And you catch the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the genius of the moment, you know? I mean, a genius is not an isolated or specific thing. I mean, everybody possesses genius. <coughs> it just doesn't always express itself in a timely fashion, you know, at the right place and the right time and the right context to be recognized for what it is, which is, in fact, genius. And I hope fucking Barry's a genius when he gets right down to it. Or Mr. President. I guess I'll, I'll have to start calling him that. Mr. President. Mr. President? The President. There's probably the President. You know the President. Why not? President-elect? Not yet. That's not the right phrase. He's not... Well, the winner of the election. The presidential winner? Hmm. I think I'm just going to stick with Rock and Barry O. All right. I'm not calling him Barack. I ain't going to do that. Barack is not American enough. You know, Rock and Barry O, that works for me. I mean, most people catch the O part. Yeah. The Rockin' is a sign of respect. I've got that. Hell, he's the president. Look like hell, he's a rockin' son of a bitch. Of course, no one knows. Neither do I. Hmm. I keep drifting back to the presidency. Because the Senate race is now done and set. Bludgeon and Skewer, their work has been done for three weeks. Well, a week and a half. Okay. I'll give you that. We were working that endorsement thing up until last week. It is a terrible thing to have inside you a secret that you cannot tell to anyone. Because it's classified. And yet, I am cursed with just that occurrence. I mean, it's a novelty piece of 
data, but I cannot share it. An alluring thing, too. I think I want to be able to be in a position to do this all over again with another candidate in another race. Critically, critically designed. You know, I gotta swear, I gotta talk to Doug and the rest of the guys, man. We gotta make a raid in fucking Nevada. I mean, that's Harry Reid's home state. <laughs> I don't know how strong he was in his last re-election, but as I recall, he's had a couple of tight ones. He's not exactly uh, unelectable. Or, you know, election. He's not proofed up against not getting elected. A libertarian raid on the seat held by the Senate leader. With the amount of purpose of evicting him from office. No, we won't win. We understand that. Well, we'll say what needs to be said. We'll do what has to be done. In a political sense. And siphon some support away. Induce a runoff. And then, sir, it will be up to you. I don't know if you can come through or not. How many elections can you make that model work for? Well, 2010, there should be quite a few out there that would be interesting and considerably, conceivably, up for grabs, depending on what happens over the next two years. Who knows? However, if you want to cross lances again with Axelrod, how are you going to do that? No, you never cross lances with him this time. What do you know? No, not really. We didn't get an opportunity to do that. We never ran directly against him. We never pivoted and ran on, ran at Martin after beating Saxby down to 30%. And we would have had to have done both. How can you out-liberal the liberal? It's easy if you're a libertarian. You understand what we support? You don't believe it's any affair of government. Who marries what? You're gay and you want to get married? Get married. That's what libertarians believe. You want to sit in the basement of Mama's house and smoke dope all your life? Pfft, we're, we're cool with that. Well, what are you watching? <laughs> you want a game? Game. We don't care. We're libertarians. Just don't get in our back pockets. And don't pee in our, don't pee in our Cheerios. We won't pee in yours. Just that fucking simple. A little common respect, okay? A little common respect for the individual sovereignty of every American. Individual sovereignty. Understand that. It's a libertarian thought there. You are king. Hell, you're Napoleon. Hell, you're the Pope. You're uh, the Imam. You're whatever you want to be. Because you're an individual. An individual's rights. Trump group rights if the individual's rights are violated. The group has no rights if it violates the individual. None. Whatsoever. No authority. None of that hoorah. The individual is what it's all about. Well, I'm running up on 19 minutes. This will be a big fat one. This is number 50. Last of the communiques. Uh, issued on the 2nd of December in the year of our Lord, 2008. After Saxby Chambliss has defeated Jim Martin and regained, retained his U.S. Senate seat for another six years. 
Saxby gets to one of them trough for another six, baby. He put ten million away last time. I predict he'll put twenty million away this time. And with all them Democrats up there, there's gonna be no shortage of money to slice and dice, baby. It's gonna be the it's gonna be the monetary vegematic, monetary omatic, man. They're gonna just dump cash in the top and scraps coming out the bottom. And not even usable scrap. Well anyway, that's it. My last communique. My name is Shane Bruce. And I wish you a good night. And may God bless.